bless you. God bless you. This is Apostle Dr. Dawn Nicomani to share with you all what the Lord has given me through the series on healing and deliverance from ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. We've been talking about um, how sometimes we have things that have occurred in our lives. It could be traumatic situations. It could be um, things that were simply out of our control, whether it was the loss of a loved one, whether it was some form of abuse, uh, whether it was a, a, a the separation of parents, um, maybe some type of battles between siblings, um, a health issue can also uh, be traumatic. Anything that uh, you feel that calls for you to somewhat uh, not be able to blossom and grow and you found mechanisms as an adult to deal with those childhood experiences in a way that don't necessarily give you the positive outcomes that you are, are, are desiring for your life as an adult. The thing is, we've been talking about, it's important to understand where the root of the problem comes from. So um, that's that's where we started in this series. If you would like to go back, I am going to put um, the tab when I'm done. I will put the link where you can sign up to um, all of the previous studies on this topic in this series so that you can get it right from the beginning on how we step-by-step step have been breaking this thing down so that we can be made whole, so that we can be healed, so that we can be set free and delivered from those things that try to keep us in bondage. Because what the enemy tries to do, he tries to make us think that whatever happened to us, it happened to us and we and, and that's what's supposed to define us. And that's not true. We can be made whole. If you think about uh, the woman who had the issue of blood, she wasn't just made, she wasn't just healed. She was made whole because she pressed into getting her healing. She pressed in to uh, and, and fought her way through the crowd to touch the hem of the garment of, of our Lord and Savior so that she could get her healing. And because of her faith, when, when Jesus recognized that he felt some virtue leave from him, he turned around and he looked at her and when she explained herself, he said, now, you know, I'm not, you, you're, you have been made whole, not just because, um, you want healing, but I'm making you whole. And so because of that, God has no respect a person. If he did it for the woman with the issue of blood, guess what? He could do it for each and every one of us too. Uh, one thing that's very important about this series is that you first have to understand that you want to be delivered. You want to be set free. You want to be made whole. Deliverance is a process. Deliverance is work. Deliverance is something that does not happen for everyone overnight. You may hear some people say, oh, you know, um, I, I went to a service and God touched me and I was addicted to cigarettes or alcohol. And after I was prayed for, I had no desire for it anymore. Bless the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. But that's not the case for every person. Every person's situation is different. Some people, they can go somewhere and they can be made whole and, and uh, excuse me, they can be healed. Uh, excuse me, let me slow down. Some people can go to a service and be prayed for and they're looking for that deliverance and they may have to sign up with an AA program. They may have to uh, sign up and get a buddy or a prayer partner to help them to get through the process so that they can get their deliverance. The thing is, whatever you do, you must be willing. You must be willing and you must desire just like that woman with the issue. But that was work. Uh, you're trying to push through a crowd of people is work. And so she had to push and she had to make her way through 
to get her healing, what she was looking for. And because she was tenacious about going forward to meet Jesus, to just touch the hem of his garment, because of her diligence and her work that she put in, Jesus said, not only are you going to be healed, you will be made whole. So I want us to understand that. I want to give you the scripture so that I can go into the explanation. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am a master educator, professional master educator, and I, w- I want to give you knowledge on both, both realms, um, spiritually and mentally, so that you can operate physically and at all things, one, two, and three, all three are intact and centered. So I'm going to give you your scriptures for tonight. I want to let you know that healing is something that God desires for his people. It's something that is not, it's not far stretch. Healing, how it comes and how God gives us to us. It's to recognize that what we were in or how we thought or how we were feeling has changed. Because I want to say this, healing comes in different forms. Yes, God can send you to a physician, a doctor, and that doctor will know what to do to bring healing to your body, a therapist, a counselor. And I just want to say that these, uh, these, this Bible study series on ACEs, this is, um, just a spiritual guidance to help you to, to get you on the path in the direction where you need to go for you to get your healing, for you to get your deliverance. If you need to speak to a professional therapist or a counselor, I advise you to find one that is uh, spiritually rooted and grounded in the word, who who is a spiritual individual that has a relationship with the Lord so that you can be helped. Because if you need help, it's nothing wrong wrong with getting it or asking for it. So just make sure whatever the way the Holy Spirit is leading you, that you are obedient to his guidance so that you can get to that place of being made whole. So let me give you your scriptures for tonight. Proverbs, if you would turn with me to the book of Proverbs chapter four, and then it's going to be Proverbs 17. Let's go with Proverbs chapter four. I hope y'all had a good week. This is a Friday and a little cold, but it was a beautiful day on today. Thanks be unto God. Every day above ground is a blessed day. Every day that the Lord gives us opportunity to correct something, to make something right, to improve, it is a blessed day. So I hope you have enjoyed this day. I hope you had a great week and I hope that you enjoy your weekend. But every day we need to celebrate when God allows for us to experience a new day. Amen. All right. Chapter four, Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 to 22. It says, my son, attend to my words and climb thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Okay. God wants us to be healthy. God wants us to be in the right frame of mind. He wants us to understand that he wants and desires for us to be in a place where once again, as stated before, we are whole. And the only way to do that is once again, attending your ear. This, this is uh, the mother. She's speaking to Solomon in this proverb, but if when she's saying my son attend to my words and climb that into my sayings, uh, we can look at that as our heavenly father speaking to us. If you're a female, you can replace son with daughter. 
But inclining your ears into what the Lord is saying to you is so important. And that when you have your eyes and your heart set upon him, he will lead and guide you and he will direct you. Because once again, he wants to bring health, health to all of your being, all of your being, mind, soul, body, and spirit. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 17. We're talking about healing. We're talking about being delivered from adverse childhood experiences. Proverbs chapter 17, 22. And it says, a merry heart doth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. The reason why I looked that scripture up and wanted to include that in tonight's lesson is because I want to express the fact again. That if you want to be made whole, you have to work for it. You can be happy. You can experience joy. No matter, I'm, I'm telling you, no matter what has happened to you. I thank God for the experience that he gave me to work with um, students who were placed in an alternative program. Um, meaning that they were basically um, taken out of their um, homeschools or their site that was particular to their neighborhood and they were taken out for whatever reason. They were not, you know, compliant to rules, regulations. They may have had some hardships in their homes that caused for them to act out when they were in school and they were placed in this special program. And I experienced dealing with so many students that came from different backgrounds, dealing with serious things, serious traumatic experiences. And I have been able to stay in connection with some of them wherein they broke through. They went on to college. They went on to having, uh, getting married, having children and starting their lives. And they were able to get through whatever hurt or whatever damage that was done to them in their young life. And now they're moving towards adulthood and they have been set free. That's why I'm saying to you, if you want to be happy, if you want to be set free, it is a choice. Some people want to hang on to what happened to them because it now gives them a crutch, something to rely on to make them feel and say, well, if I, if, if, if I give up, if I give up complaining about what happened to me when I was five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, whatever age in my young life that happened to me, then I may not get the attention that I want. Then I may not be able to be able to hold on to this thing to give me something that I feel that I have the ability to talk about because it has defined me. It's what makes me tough and rough. It gives me the excuse to be nasty. It gives me the, the excuse to be mean. See, you have to want this. The word says a merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dry the bones. So if that, if you want to stay broken, you're going to have some brittle, dried up bones. But if you want to have a merry heart, uh, if you want to have a, uh, if you want to be made whole, you want to be, you want to feel good. You have to desire to have that merry, merry heart. Your heart has to be chained to say, no, I deserve to be happy. You deserve to be happy. You do not have to hold on what somebody did to you or some, what somebody said to you. You can work on getting your deliverance and being set free from that so that you can have a merry heart. You can have joy. You can have peace. You can have happiness. 
You can live life abundantly. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So that's why I wanted to include that scripture, Proverbs 17, 22, because if you desire that merry heart, it's going to do you good like a medicine. But if you desire to stay with the broken spirit, if you want to hold on to your sob story, or if you want to hold on to that trauma, if you want to stay in a pity party, if you don't want to do the work to be set free, guess what? You're going to be dried up bones and you're going to miss out on the blessings that God truly has for you. See, the enemy, see, this is the truth of the matter. The enemy tried to do what he did to you at a young age because he's he's jealous. He's jealous of each and every human being that walks this earth because we have we have a daily opportunity to ask for repentance and get back to God. That's promised to us as, as human beings. As long as we reach out and say, Lord, have mercy on me. We have that opportunity. The enemy cannot do that. He messed up. He cannot do it. It's, it's done. It's a done deal for him. He's doomed to a damnable hell. That's it. When it's time, when it's all said and over, when this earth shall pass away, the next chapter, whatever God wants to do, the enemy has been assigned to be placed in a damnable hell. Hell was created for Satan and his dominions, not for us. So he will do anything that he can possibly do to get our minds to feel like, look, you messed up, you damaged good. That's it. Nobody wants you. You can't do nothing. You can't be great. You can't accomplish anything. He wants to put that stigma on you to keep you down and bound. But remember this, whom the Savior sets free, they are free indeed. You call yourself a believer. And if you want to have that merry heart, God will help you and show you through the leading of the Holy Spirit what you need to do to get to the hem of Jesus's garment so that when you touch him and when you experience him, you will be made whole. So I just wanted to make sure y'all understand that next scripture, Jeremiah 17, 14, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for you are my praise. Jeremiah cried that out to the Lord. We all have to have that. Lord, heal me, heal me and I will be healed because healing is the children's bread. But we got to want it. We got to desire it. We got to speak it. We got to proclaim it, decree it. We got to declare it. Lord, I want you to heal. Heal my mind. Heal my body. Heal my spirit. Heal me, Lord. And guess what? We will be healed. Save me, Lord. And we will be saved for you. Lord, you are my praise. You got to praise God through whatever it is that you are going through. You got to praise him. Lord, I thank you that you gave me another day. I thank you. That you love me. I thank you that you covered me with the blood. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Despite it all, you keep on allowing me to see another day. Despite it all, I don't even understand it. You make a way out of no way for me. Despite it all, you keep bringing me forward. You keep using me. Despite it all, I don't even recognize it half the time. What you have on me, but something about me, Lord, other people see it and they'll come up to me and they'll pull it out of me or they'll speak to me where I can give it out. I don't know how you do it, Lord, but I thank you. You got to praise him every time. Praise God for little things. Lord, I praise you. I I praise you for this little sticker that I found that said, have a happy day. Thank you for that message, Lord. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Because when you praise God, Once again, that spirit man is connecting to who God is in your life. You're reverencing him. You Lord, let your will be done. You're reverencing him. Lord, I know who you are. I know you sit high, yet you look low. Lord, I'm connecting with you. And see, every time you give God praise, 
He's going to strengthen your spirit, man. Through those praises, you are strengthening your spirit, man. And you're also allowing for your brain and your functioning of your organs and your, and your physicality to then become in sync wherein you are being healed. Oh, yes. Don't, let me tell you something. People try to separate this thing, this, that, and the other. I didn't go through all this studying and go through all this school just to say, oh, no, it's a hocus pocus. No, I see how it's connected. God connected all of these things, your mind, the way it was created. He created you. He created, he blew breath into your being so that you can take on life and your spirit, man, can operate so that your arms and your legs can move. And so your personality can come through. All of it's connected because God did it that way with intention and purpose. When he made us, he made us fearfully and wonderfully. He made us. So. We got to understand, we got to call out for that healing. We have to call out to be saved and set free. And we got to praise him because he is our praise. He is He is what we honor and what we glorify because we know that he's working it out for the good of those who trust and believe in him. Jeremiah 33, 6, behold, I will bring to it health and healing and I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The, the word of the Lord. These are his promises and his word is true. This is for us. First Peter 2.24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. It didn't say, it says you have been healed. Meaning that this is a, 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 a presently happening, present tense. You have been healed. Meaning that, okay, whatever situations happen, the, it all, it's all intentional. It's all progressing. It's all in motion. You have been healed. You have been set free. You have to understand of that you want it. It's a free gift. You got to reach out and grab it. You got to fight for it. Fight for your life. Fight for your mind to be free. Fight for your for your deliverance. Fight for your healing. Whatever you do, don't give up your fight to say, I'm here. I'm here. I don't care what happened. I'm molest, molested, raped, called ugly, scorned, beat up, locked in basements, locked in closets, all of these crazy things. But you know what? Today, I'm still here. You got to think about it. I'm still here. So because of that, my wounds, those things that hurt me, what Jesus went through by his stripes, I'm healed. By his wounds, I have been healed. I have been healed by his wounds. He did something for me already done on Calvary. So now that whatever it is that I have to deal with, every trauma that I had to deal with, guess what? I can be healed because of his wounds already have healed me. I just got to recognize it. I just got to understand it. I just got to claim it. I got to receive it. If you want it, it's yours, but you got to want it. Last scripture for the Bible study tonight, Psalm 147, three, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up the wounds. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up the wounds. Let me tell you something. Jesus came to this world to save it, right? So he understands there's going to be some brokenhearted people. There's going to be some people that have been through some things, but he's here to let the brokenhearted, 
He's going to heal you. He's going to bind up the wounds. What does that mean? He knows this. He's the bomb in Gilead. He knows how to put that salve on your hurts. He knows how to put all of those things, those broken pieces in your heart. He knows how to mend them and put them back together. He will bind your womb. He will cover them. By the blood of Jesus, we are covered. He will wrap them up. Hallelujah. And he will make us whole. And those things that hurt us, he will repair. That's why he binds up the wounds to repair us, to get us back in a place where we are forceful, we are mighty, and we are powerful through the Holy Spirit. God don't want us walking around broken and messed up. It says in his word, he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. This healing is for us. This healing is for you. You don't have to, you can't, you don't have to remain in that place because you feel like, oh, you know, my family was a, a, a line of, uh, incestuous, uh, 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 relationships. My family is in a line that, that, our descendants from, from, from as far back as we can remember, they, they were addicted to drugs and alcoholism and other. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Don't you know that you can be a curse breaker for your family and the generations to come? Yes, you can. See, but we got to come into the knowledge that healing is for us. Yes, we got some of us. Once again, we don't, we think that, okay, this is what happened to me. I got to sulk in it. I got to deal with it. That's it. I know somebody may not, may not be on here tonight, but may hear this message later and they may feel like, you know what? My family said, be quiet. Shut my mouth. Don't say nothing. We'll go on in this house. We'll go on in our family, this, that, and the other. Let me tell you, there's one that you can call upon. His name is Jesus. And once he tells you what to do, and once he gives you direction on where to go and how to claim your healing, baby, it's yours. Get it. Don't let anybody bind you up from being happy and being set free. Because I'm telling you something, and it's sad to say, sometimes people that are very close to us, they want, they, they don't mind us being broken. They, 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 oh, you need help. They don't mind giving us $15, $20, a little bag of groceries because, oh, you can't stand on your own. Oh, they feel, they like enabling you because it makes them feel better. They, it makes them feel like they are in control. But let me tell you something. Start getting set free. Start getting set free. Those enablers, they feel uncomfortable. Oh, who you think you are? You think you better than somebody. Oh, you got, oh, you got uppity. You biggity now because they see that you are coming into a place of happiness. You are coming into a place where you have accepted for Jesus to heal your wounds, to bind those wounds and to heal your broken heart so that you can be set free and made whole. So you, you want to be attacked. Let me tell you, anytime you go towards trying to be delivered and set free. The enemy is going to try to use the closest individuals to you. Unfortunately, the majority of that time of that, uh, of, of, of that group of people happens to be your family. And, and you know what? I'm telling you, it's okay. If you need to separate, if you need to go somewhere to spend some time on getting your healing, never feel guilty about that. 